Welcome to the Crosspoint Leadership Podcast, where we cover leadership from every angle, from church life to home life and everything in between. Welcome to episode seven. Let's jump right in. Last week, if you'll remember, we finished up a two-part series entitled The Necessity of Vision. We talked about how vision determines and directs your decisions. And it's valuable. In fact, I'll just tell you, before you have people, before you have resources, before you have buildings or money or any of that stuff, you have to have vision. Vision is the foundation uh, upon which any uh, leadership is going to be built. And so vision is an absolute necessity. What I want to do this week, though, is I want to go all the way back to episode one. Uh, We talked about in episode one, the fruit of success. And we said that when you're working in an area and you start to succeed at this area, that the fruit of that success can get heavy. Even, Even if you're not, quote, unquote, succeeding just yet, leading is a tiresome process at times, and you can be out leveraged in the beginning. Even though you might not call it success, what you're doing can be heavy too. So, so in the beginning, uh, and and just leading in general, and then also success as well. There, there just comes a point where it's heavy, and and it gets hard to maintain what you're doing, or challenging to climb over the next hill, or meet the next goal, or whatever it is. It just gets, you know, it's heavy. There, there's a bunch going on, and we said there's a point at which you can't work any harder. And so when you reach that point, you, you have to work smarter and, 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 you know, trying to lift the weight with just sheer force is when you get injured, you know, you, you, you have to face kind of face up to it and realize I, I can't do this on my own. And so we said the realization that we come to is, is, that we have to grasp that we need help. And so we, we had an acronym for the word help. And so the first letter H, we said, you got to humble yourself. You know, I can't do this by myself uh, without hurting myself or hurting others or damaging the very thing I'm trying to, to be a part of building. So you need help. You need to humble yourself. Number two for the E is evaluate the situation. Take a step back, ask yourself, is there a better way I can do this to get the same results? Can I, can I reach my goal in a different way? And this is where you have to start including others in that discussion. That's part of getting help. Uh, and then the L uh, is lead with leadership, not doership. That means that you have to recognize if you've humbled yourself and you're saying to yourself, I need help, I can't lift this. Then you have to realize at some point, I'm going to have to include others to look at the situation. And then once I include them, I can't exclude them. So you lead with leadership for those who you've included and not doership. Doership is the enemy of leadership because doership ultimately will exclude the very people you've asked to help you. Okay. So, and then finally the P is you have to participate in the process. So let's make sure we get this differentiation here between saying, well, doership is, is not part of leadership. 
That's true, but you don't just completely disconnect yourself and say, well, I don't do anything, you do it all, right? You have to participate in the process. That's for the letter P. You have to participate in the process because there is a difference in you lift and we lift. So yes, doership is involved to a degree, but you know, you can't do it all. So, but you still have to participate uh, in, in the process. And we kind of mentioned this in that first episode, we said, as a leader, you're out in front, but you're not a mile out in front. You're in front by a few feet enough to where you, enough where you can inspect what you expect and you can see what's happening. And so that's important in, in this episode to, to lay the groundwork and just kind of remind us what we talked about there. There comes a point at which you can't work harder. You got to work smarter. You got to get help. And so we can't forget that. Now, I'm, I'm going back to episode one because everything we just finished up leading all the way up these past six episodes, all the way up to now, we've been building to something. Now we're going to come back and I'm going to show you why all the stuff we've talked about is important. And I'm going to start with vision and then we're going to work backwards. So, so here's, here's where we are. Help. You, you need help. That's what we just said. Help is good, but help alone is not enough. Now watch help has to see what you see. Help needs to see your vision. That's why vision is a necessity. Vision helps your help to work with you, not against you, right? So help is good, but help has to see the vision. Now, listen, I want you to, I want you to listen to this because we, we can get so caught up in accomplishing tasks that we forget the big picture. We, we forget actually what we're trying to do. Vision helps your help to work with you, not against you. Where there is no vision, help can become a hindrance. Now think about that. We're talking about the idea that you need help as a leader. But when, when you ask for help and you get help, you have to be really cautious because you're bringing an outside culture into the world in which you're working. The world in which you should have a vision for what it will look like or what it could look like. And unless you have communicated that vision clearly, unless you, you have to have a vision, what will happen is your help will think that they're helping you, putting forth all their effort, but you're going in the wrong direction. Where there's no vision, help can become a hindrance. Watch, if you and your help are not pulling in the same direction, you're actually working against one another. You cancel one another out. And ultimately, you're going nowhere. Do you remember when you were in elementary school? I don't know if your school had this, but ours did. We kind of close to the end of the year, we would kind of have like a track meet. You know, we're in third or fourth grade, so we're not going to like a real track meet. But we have, you know, you've got a softball throw or you've got, you know, a few little short races. And then you've got, we always had tug of war. And so you'd have a few teams of tug of war. And if you've If you've seen this before, you know that if there are evenly matched teams, 
you've got four or five people on one side pulling against four or five people on the other side. Everybody is exerting all of their strength. You know, you're you're pulling as hard as you can. Everybody's got a red face and you're sweating and you're trying you're trying to pull the opponent across the line. And when you think of tug of war, just think about you and your team pulling against one another. In fact, if you remember tug of war, you know that sometimes there's really no movement at all on an evenly matched team. It just seems like you're, you're pulling and you're just canceling one another out. And so the rope isn't moving at all. See, that's the point I'm trying to make here. If we're not careful, if we haven't taken the time to come up with vision, if our, our vision for our departments or whatever we're leading, we can have all the help in the world, but we spend most of our time going back and having to correct and fix and, and readjust or you know, deal with attitudes or deal with uh, people pulling in the wrong direction. And so help without understanding of the vision eventually becomes a hindrance. And so when help becomes a hindrance, your journey toward your vision comes to a halt. It just stops. Help is good and that's what we want, but help with an understanding of the vision is best. This is why vision is a necessity. It's one thing to say, hey, let's get as much help as we can. I need more help, 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 help. But your help could actually hinder you if you don't have a clear vision and if you don't communicate that clearly. Here's why. We're not just trying to ask people, hey, come and help so you can help us accomplish tasks. That's one piece of what we're trying to do. But that's not everything. In fact, the bigger picture, though, is we, we're really wanting to, to develop people. We want our help. I, let me just say this. I'm using the word help, obviously not in a derogatory uh, way, but just to go with what we're talking about here. So, so we want our help to eventually become our leaders, right? We want help to eventually become leaders of new helpers. So we can add new helpers who will eventually become new leaders, who will eventually lead new helpers. You, do you get the picture there? And so everything that we're thinking about has to be, it's, it's twofold. Yes, we want people to come in and help us lift this, move that, you know, whatever. But we're also trying to move them beyond just helping to see what we see, think like we think as leaders. See, it's not just help we're getting. We're actually getting future leaders that need to be developed. So that's easy to lose sight of. We can get so busy. Oh, I, I got so much. I can't, I can't get this done. Or maybe we don't even say that. Maybe that just is what happens. So we have to constantly be reminded of that. Yes, we need help. But we also have to make sure that in whatever area we're leading, we have sat down and we have thought about where we want to go. And if you're working in a larger organization where you're a part of a department, so maybe here at Crosspoint, if you're over a department, you have to ask yourself, what is my vision for my department to further the vision of the house? So the vision of the house is to reach as far as we can with as many as we can. So what am I doing to do that? What's my vision for my department? How can we further the vision 
of the house. So you have to ask yourself that. That's 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 why we those last two episodes we talked about the necessity of vision because we come all the way back here and we're talking about hey we need help but but help help isn't just there for tasks help needs to be developed now here's why watch this vision vision it, it's going to leak out and so you know if if you have this great vision and you've worked hard and you know why and and people show up and and maybe you tell them hey the the vision of this department is to do x y and z well, you can't just say it once. You've got to say it and say it and say it and say it again. See, if the vision originates with you, its clarity immediately decreases the minute it leaves your mouth. I know this sounds harsh, but this is just the true reality. No one values the vision as much as the one from which it comes. It, it just doesn't. See, think about it. If the Lord gives you a vision for your life, he values that vision more than you do, right? Because he's, just think about our lives. He's always having to remind us, remind us, remind us. And so that's what we have to do. Here's why that's important. You've got to see your vision clear so you can communicate it effectively to the people that are helping because your help, no matter where you're at, no matter what level you're at in leadership, the people that are helping you, they need a reason, you have a reason. You see it clearly. They don't. So you have to have a vision. You have to be able to communicate that vision so that your helpers have a reason or a cause that they can commit to. And here's the biggest part. Keep coming back. See, if your, help, if your helpers don't have a reason, they don't have a cause, they won't stay connected. There's no value in it for them. See, there are a million other reasons why people would want to leave and, and not stay. I mean, we're, we're, we're competing for people's attention. We believe that we can impact their lives, but there's so many other things pulling at them, right? So our job as leaders is to champion our cause and to continually, continually uh, just paint a clear picture of what could be. And so if you, if you can't communicate your vision clearly, then your helpers never become leaders because your helpers never stay. I want to tell you right now, a clear vision that is painted, uh, has painted a picture of what could be and the value that whatever you're doing can bring to the lives of people. Man, people want to be on board with something that's bigger than themselves. They want to make a difference. I truly believe that. But it's our job as leaders to, to paint that picture and say, no, this matters. Look what this is doing. Imagine what we can do. Can you imagine this with me? You know, you've got to really see that. If, if you can't see it, no one else is going to. People don't come into your department or your organization just with a natural vision. Because if it's your department, your vision, then you're the one who carries that. And you're responsible for it. And so you have to continually communicate that. Say it over and over because it leaks. Vision leaks. And it's like... If you're married and you were to say, well, I told you I loved you when we first got married. Now, you know, that's not going to work and it doesn't work that way with the vision. So if you can't communicate your vision clearly, your helpers will never become leaders because your helpers will never stay. And if all you have are helpers, helpers that don't become leaders because 
helpers never stay. You're left having to think for everybody who is part of a part of your team. And that is inefficient and ineffective when it comes to trying to be a high caliber leader. Right? So for us at Crosspoint, we're trying to reach as far as we can with as many as we can. So all of our helpers must at least have the opportunity to become leaders. And so for this episode, I want you to, I want you to leave thinking about, do I have a vision? Can I paint a picture of what could be? That's number one. Number two, have I communicated that to the people on my team? Have I done it more than once? Have I painted a clear picture? Have I done it effectively? If I'm having a problem keeping help, is it a function of my lack of vision, lack of communication of that vision? Those are questions that you can ask to diagnose issues in your areas, in your departments or whatever you're leading, whatever you're building, whatever it is. People are attracted to vision. That's what they're attracted to. They're not attracted to, hey, can you help me? They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So number one, do you have a vision? Have you thought about how what you do is connected to the vision of the house or your organization, whatever you do? Can, can you paint a picture? Two, are you able to communicate that to the people who are helping you? If you can't, I'm telling you, helpers are going to fall off never to become leaders because they've not seen a reason to stay. Give them a reason. Give them a strong and clear reason. This matters. You can make a difference. And you keep communicating that, I'm telling you, people will stay around because everybody wants to make a difference. I think that's something God put on the inside of us. So go think about your vision. Write a few things down. Ask yourself those hard questions and um, take this episode and evaluate where you're at. All right, you guys go check it out. Do a little hard hard thinking and asking yourself those questions and we'll see you on the next episode.